It's Casey on the radio, the health and happiness show brought to you by Hudson Valley Hospital Center, a better place to get better. Hi, it's Casey, and we have some holiday cheer for you in the form of four tickets to the Gazillion Bubble Show in New York, soon to become the longest-running off-Broadway show. The Gazillion Bubble Show brings smiles to kids, and moms and dads, too, for nearly eight years at New World Stages in the city. Plus, Scrooge will stop by with the ghost of Christmas past, direct from the very popular show at Lyndhurst Castle in Terrytown this season, Mr. Dickens Tells a Christmas Carol. A Cold Spring mom with Peace Corps roots has a great idea for holiday giving, and you may find the donations of used toys up in the attic or down in the basement. But let's start with something really delicious some really good food. Lisa Leek is a blogger who took a healthy lifestyle challenge and found herself high atop the New York Times bestseller list with her book, 100 Days of Real Food. She's found a new healthy normal for her family. And I love this beautiful book with this beautiful family cooking on the cover. Hello, Lisa. Hello. Thank you for having me. Are these really your people on the cover of the Yes. Oh, and that's in my kitchen. That's my husband and my two daughters who are ages seven and nine. Lisa, ooh la la, what a gorgeous family. (laughs) Thank you. All that real food doing us good. (laughs) Absolutely. And what a gorgeous book. It's a great big cookbook with gorgeous pictures. And it's so much more than that. This is a lifestyle. This is a lifestyle. How did you get into it? That's a great question. So in 2010, I was actually watching a TV show that was talking about where our food comes from. And I realized just hearing the title alone that I had no idea. And that was probably a big problem. So it was a huge wake up call for me. And it was actually a very hard transition at first because we were eating the standard American diet. I lost sleep over what my kids would eat if, you know, fruit snacks and goldfish were no longer an option. So I went on to do a great deal of research and just felt compelled to make a change in our lives and also spread the word and put all that I'd learned out there to help others make the transition easier. There's moms listening right now saying, what? Not serve our kids goldfish and fruit roll-up? I know, I know. And, you know, again, it was a big change, but I think with anything that you make a change in your life, like a new house or a new job, you know, it's, it's difficult at first, but then it eventually becomes your new normal, and I can't imagine living any other way. And, yeah. it, and it is more cooking. I will be honest about that. But, you know, you have to prioritize and decide that your health is worth it. And you know what I found about this way of living? It's you're participating fully in your own life, in your own nourishment. Yes, you are. And then I get my kids involved. And, you know, sometimes it might take a little longer if they're helping me in the kitchen, but I feel really good about teaching them those important skills that they will need and use for life. And I talk to them about why we make the choices that we do. And so, again, it does take a little more time, but, you know, we we enjoy and love good food, and we also love the changes in health that we've experienced as a result. So we've decided it's very much worth it. Okay. Love the lunchbox pictures of what you send your kids to to our school with fabulous fruits and grains and delicious and hard-boiled eggs and blueberries. Just wonderful. Um, Okay. So much to talk about here. Lisa Leak is the guest, 100 Days of Real Food, and that's the challenge that you're asking the listener, right, to go 100 days? Yes, 
they can. We actually also have a 10-day pledge, if, you know, 100 days sounds like too much. Uh, I think it's just a great way to gain a new perspective. If you're always making exceptions, it's just kind of a different learning process. But during the 100-day pledge or even the 10-day pledge, you don't make any exceptions to these rules, whether you're, you know, traveling or out to eat or with friends. And it's just really, really eye-opening. And that is what really changed us. I thought I would do this for 100 days and then just go back to my normal life. But obviously, that didn't happen. No, no, no. Never, never, never. Once you do it, you can't go back. A woman at the hair salon offered me a cookie the other day, and I said, oh, I'm sorry, I don't eat sugar casually. <laughs> oh, and I'm sure she looked at you like you were crazy. <laughs> yes, and I couldn't even believe I said the words, but it's an, it was a realization for me. I don't eat processed food casually anymore. There will be exceptions if it's someone's birthday or I'm in a place and I don't want to make yes. a fuss. and I think that it is actually a special occasion. So we have a right. big treat about once a week. I'll tell my kids, what do you know, do you want to go to get donuts or whatever they want? Once a week we eat whatever we want, and it's something to look forward to and to appreciate when you're eating a, you know, a cookie at the hair salon or just at the grocery store because you're shopping. It just is not special anymore, and right. it's too much. So what do your children eat now that they wouldn't have eaten before you took this path? Well, I will say my youngest daughter eats a lot more vegetables. When we started this, the only vegetable she would eat was frozen peas, and I don't think that's really saying a lot. So um, she was she was a tough one, but when we took our pledge, I also started trying a lot harder. And, it, you know, it's much like potty training. You're not going to give up until you figure it out and get it done. So I started offering her a lot more vegetables and putting – I put things on my kids' plates even if I know they didn't like it the last time. And surprise Surprisingly enough, they will change their minds. So it does require a lot of effort, and you'll see a lot of failures along the way, but it is so worth it in the end. And she'll now even, you know, scarf down spinach salad and eat broccoli, granted, with melted cheese on top. But she eats a lot of vegetables now, so I'm really proud of that. Lisa Leek is the creator of the wildly popular 100 Days of Real Food blog, which in just a few years garnered more than a million Facebook fans. Wow. Yes, up to a million and a half now and about four million page views a month. So clearly, you know, we're on to something here. And it's not just about, you know, what I'm blogging about. I think I'm just in the right place at the right time. And people want to make this change. They want to go back to our roots and, and go back to the foods that our ancestors survived on for centuries before us. Not all this packaged stuff. Right. I want to eat real food. How did your husband go along with the plan? Well, you know, he was on board. He came from a different background than I did. I was raised on the standard American diet. He, at one point in his childhood, actually lived with his parents on a hippie commune. So he was like ready and waiting <laughs> for me to wake up. Right. And since I did all the, you know, grocery shopping and, and meal planning, I, you know, I just, I was in control before. But now, you know, we have both come such a long way and we have not looked back. Is your handsome husband from New York by any chance? No, no. He actually lived all over, but probably spent most of his childhood in, in South Carolina. We live in North Carolina now. Okay, great. Give us a recipe if you could share in the minute or so we have left. Sure. Well, one of the most popular recipes that's in my book is the best whole chicken in the slow cooker. And it is so easy. And, and people, it boggles their mind that you don't add any liquid at all. So in, in chicken, when you start to buy the humanely raised, you know, from the farmer's market and organic, it can be more expensive. So if you buy the whole chicken, it is the cheapest per pound. And you just throw it in the slow cooker with a mix of spices like paprika and thyme and garlic powder and onion powder and salt and pepper. And you put 
put it on um, high for four hours or low for seven to eight hours, and it is falling off the bone delicious at the end of the day. We love to eat it just like that or put it in any other kind of dish where you might need cooked chicken. Fabulous. I'm going to sneak in one extra question. What health changes have you noticed? That's a good one. Um, So my youngest daughter, who's not here for me to embarrass her, she actually used to struggle with constipation. And it was like a switch had flipped with her in her just in days. Also, my good cholesterol, the number that you want to be high, went up by 50%. My husband lost 10 pounds. I have more energy. It was just amazing the changes that we didn't even expect to happen. You don't know what will happen when you log on to 100daysofrealfood.com. Go find great holiday recipes there, including whole wheat snickerdoodles and pesto cream turnovers. Mm. And this holiday season, if you get into the city to see the tree at Rockefeller Center and the skaters at Bryant Park, take in the gazillion bubble show. I've heard about it for so long. And today, Denny joins us literally from backstage at New World Stages in the City with lots of special holiday performances scheduled for the Gazillion Bubble Show. Welcome, Denny. How long have you been making all these bubbles? February next year should be our eighth year. Wow. I believe that should be the longest-lasting off-Broadway show. The longest-lasting off-Broadway show is the Gazillion Bubble Show. And what role do you play in all of this? I'm the lead performer. Uh, It's a one-person performer. There can be two. I've done it with three and other productions as well, but uh, one person is enough to captivate an, an entire audience, actually. <laughs> and how many bubbles? Oh, uh, millions, trillions, but, you know, sometimes we just we just name it gazillion because there's really an infinite amount of bubbles that comes out. Now, are you the guy, are you the creator of the Gazillion Bubble Show? Uh, my father would be the creator, but uh, I would call myself the successor. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And how long, before you came off Broadway, where were you doing this, somewhere else? Uh, yeah, I was doing uh, Asian tours internationally, yeah. um, Korea, from Singapore to uh, China, and Shanghai, Hong Kong, you know, mostly in Asia. And where did your dad get the idea? Uh, originally, he started as a street performer. Um, he used to be have a juggling act and, you know, like with martial arts and everything like that. And then uh, there was this one time where um, a bubble fell on top of a table, illuminated table. And he was, I mean, being a science type of guy, he, he saw the spectrums of the light and everything. And it fascinated him from there. And then uh, from then on, he started to just kind of like play around and, you know, create some cool elements and tricks. And, you know, it was impressive for some people. And mm-hmm. then afterwards, he created into a show. And uh, it got better and better each time. Fabulous. Which is why we are there eight years. <laughs> eight years. Can I ask where your dad is now? I believe he is in Macau. Um, <laughs> we're about to uh, work with a few of our new productions in uh, the Venetian. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you're here in New York keeping the fires burning on the longest, well, what will be the longest running off-Broadway show. And your dad That's is right. traveling the world keeping the gazillion bubble show alive in other places. Exactly. And um, my mother as well, she just uh, flew out to Europe and my uncle, I believe, is in Berlin. This is fantastic. Now, this show, <laughs> it's not just for kids, right? Well, the general demographic is for children, but I, from, from what I've always experienced is the parents get the most kick out of it. Yeah. Because they 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 come and they see they appreciate the art. Yeah, you do. Sometimes you want to bring your children. Um, they have a blast because the bubbles fly into their face and they can touch all the little the smoke bubbles. Uh, they can see all the simulation of volcano bubbles and things like that. But the parents they just 
originally they think they, they speculate oh yeah it's a children's show but when they get in there they, they come out you, you know ecstatic you got them you got them once they're in there <laughs> I've uh, seen lots of tears <laughs> I bet tears of joy mm-hmm. it's, from mothers yeah. mainly mothers <laughs> hard from the fathers but <laughs> because it's just such a spectacle it's just a it's, it's a wow factor it's, it's a wow you know fact. catch them off surprise now Denny do you speak during the show or do the bubbles do all the talking I speak, I do speak, I do uh, interactive segments, so I, I definitely do bring uh, adults on stage, I do I bring children on stage as well, and uh, I play around, make some jokes, put them in bubbles, you know, have a prizes at the end, you know, it's, it's definitely a very interactive show, I, I talk in between uh, segments as well, okay. and then, uh, you know, it, there's climaxes and conclusions, so that way, you know, it's just kind of like a... Kind of like a Broadway musical where everything has a really, like, a high tipping point. Right. So, like, a very epic ending. And the bubbles are the stars. The bubbles are the main stars. That's right. Where do you get your (laughs) bubbles? Uh, Well, our bubbles are actually um, manufactured from different places on the globe. But um, we use different variations of uh, concoctions for for our solution. Um, It goes according to the temperature outside or the different solutions that we use on stage. Um, Some of the bubbles require a little bit more elasticity, so that way it can handle more stress. Uh, So we would add, like, a little bit less water. Or if it's too hot, because the bubbles will evaporate more, we would add more water, so that way it has more moisture into it. So this is a little bit of chemistry into it. A little bit of chemistry. So this is why we can't make our own bubbles at home as good as you make yours. Well, if you like, I can give you a basic mixture that I use now. You can tr- add, let's say, glycerin, baby shampoo, dishwashing liquid, and water. And majority of that, you want water. And then maybe like 50% glycerin, then 20% dishwashing liquid, and 10% baby shampoo. All right, I'm off to create, and I'm off to send people <laughs> to your show, Denny of the Gazillion Bubble Show. This has been fun. Thanks for educating me. Thank you so much, Casey. What's your website? It is uh, gazillionbubbleshow.com. Happy holidays. You too. Happy holidays. This could make for happy holidays the gazillion bubble show at New World Stages on West 50th Street. It's a world of family fun. If you'd like to enter to win four tickets, email me at casey at whud.com. That's K-A-C-E-Y at whud.com. You're listening to Casey on the Radio. Fun and inspiration. Find out more at caseyontheradio.com. Michael Weiser wasn't surprised that Hudson Valley Hospital Center won a prestigious Press Ganey Award for the fourth time in recent years. The doctors at the Hudson Valley Hospital Center saved my life. Neither was George Ondek. They helped save my wife's life. After winning the organization's Success Story Award for employee satisfaction in 2006 and patient satisfaction in 2012 and 2013, Hudson Valley Hospital Center has now won the 2014 Guardian of Excellence Award for clinical excellence. To qualify, medical and employee staff had to receive scores higher than 95% of hospitals nationwide. Fewer than 5% of the 10,000 Press Ganey Healthcare Facility members reached this threshold and maintain it for the one-year reporting period. But the win didn't surprise Rabbi Herschel Jaffe either. They have saved my life more than one time. I'm so thankful. Just another example of why Hudson Valley Hospital Center is a better place to get better. Learn more at hvhc.org. Hello, this is Pamela Cuccinell offering you the astrology forecast for the week. This weekend, keep your head in the game, especially if you're involved in physical activity or driving. The Virgo moon shines on activities that clip along with a constant hum. 
This is an effective time to finish up or make headway on a project already in motion. On Sunday, with sky pictures between both Sun and Jupiter and Venus and Neptune, you can expect fortunate occurrences, harmony, and the potential for romance. An overall sense of accomplishment can be had by Sunday evening. On Monday, the rare Uranus-Pluto geometric picture indicates another thrust towards the irrevocable changes we see throughout our planet. Make time to meditate in the morning, even if it's only to linger over your breakfast. Be aware that people are not 100% present this morning, which tends to lead to confusion. Energy increases afternoon, and the ability to move gains momentum. Keep in mind on Tuesday that whatever comes up can be on its way out. Wednesday and Thursday are powerhouse days for intense exploration in finances, research, and personal growth. There is a strong current for regeneration, excellent time for healing and therapeutic work. Tempers may be a bit hot. Channel the fire into exercise or yoga breath work. Regardless of how uphill it may feel, don't be discouraged. You are laying great groundwork. Astrology is an ancient timing tool that has only gained relevance in our electronic age. Look to my website at insightoasis.com for more in-depth daily forecasts. Contact me directly to discover how a personal astrology session can provide you with insight for tomorrow to guide today's decisions. This is Pamela Cuccinell, and as always, looking forward. And read Pamela's monthly forecast in Natural Awakenings magazine. And a reminder to save the date for the Casey on the Radio Day for Women, January 11th, 2015, a day to map out a great new year. I'll be your co-host and details are at CaseyOnTheRadio.com. So give yourself and your best girlfriend the gift of renewal. Again, the date is 111, January 11th in Croton on Hudson. And January 11th will be here very soon. This holiday season, you can see Michael Muldoon as he becomes Charles Dickens and all the characters in A Christmas Carol. Take this in as you stroll through Lyndhurst Castle in Terrytown. Here, the ghost of Christmas past takes Scrooge back to his childhood boarding school. Good heavens, I grew up in this place. I was a boy here. This is my classroom. This is my very desk. My books. My chalkboard. <laughs> Strange to have forgotten it for so many years. But it is deserted. The school is not quite deserted. A solitary child, yourself, neglected by his friends, abandoned by his family, is left there still. These are but shadows of things that have been. They have no consciousness of us. They neither see nor hear us. What is the matter? Nothing. There was a beggar boy singing a Christmas carol at my door last night. I I should like to have given him a little something, uh, uh, but it's too late now. Young Master Scrooge, there's a young lady here to see you. Take your nose out of that book and step lively. It's your sister, lad. Dear, dear brother, I've come to bring you home. To bring you home, home, home. Home for good and all. Home forever and ever. Father is so much kinder than he used to be that home's like heaven. He spoke to me so gently one night that I was not afraid to ask him once more if you might come home. And he said, yes, you should. And he sent me in a coach to bring you. And you are never to come back here. And we are to be together always. Bring down Master Scrooge's box. He's leaving in a coach. 
Michael Muldoon in Mr. Dickens Tells a Christmas Carol. Through the season at Lindhurst Castle, visit lindhurst.org. And if you'd like a pair of tickets to the show, email me at kacey at whud.com. I'll put you in the drawing. And we all need to be aware we don't overdo it on the spiked eggnog this holiday season. Marcy Niffen has a mind-body minute. Did you know that alcohol abuse is the third leading cause of preventable death in the U.S.? According to the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism in 2012, 17 million Americans over the age of 18 had an alcohol disorder. More than 10% of American children live with a parent with alcohol problems. The impact on families and U.S. businesses is astounding. How do you know if alcohol is a problem? Perhaps a friend or family member has expressed concern. Has alcohol caused trouble at work, school, or with the law? Maybe you can't remember parts of the night before. Stopping after one or two drinks is difficult or unpredictable. It's tough to admit, but you may feel guilty or ashamed of your behavior while drinking. For a full evaluation, reach out. There is effective, compassionate help. Contact the National Council on Alcohol and Drug Dependency at 800-622-2255. That's 800-622-2255. Or contact your employee assistance program, if your workplace offers one, or your health care provider to get a referral. This is Marcy Niffen, licensed clinical social worker with your Mind Body Minute. Find me at www.mindbodyputnam.com. It's Casey on the radio, the health and happiness show. Friend it on Facebook and follow it on Twitter. Casey on the radio, fun and inspiration. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you for tuning in today. And if the holidays touch your heart in a way that makes you want to do some good, think of Deniston International. Danielle Pack McCarthy is a Cold Spring mom whose Peace Corps past continues to do good things a world away. Gently used toys and games are now being collected for patients in Ebola clinics in Sierra Leone and Liberia. Danielle tells us more. I started this charity, Denison International, back in 2003, and um, I was a Peace Corps volunteer in St. Vincent and the Grenadines in the Eastern Caribbean. While I was there, I befriended a boy who actually ended up getting sick, and my family and I moved him here for about a year to take care of him. And sadly, he passed, but because of all the generous donations that people poured into his funeral expenses and just in terms of supporting our family, this charity was born in his name. That's Deniston. The boy's name That's was Deniston. The boy's name was Deniston, exactly. And where was he from? He was from St. Vincent and the Grenadines. It's a small little island in the Eastern Caribbean. And that's where you did your Peace Corps work? Exactly. Wow. All right. And you tried to save his young life. What did he have? Um, he had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and leukemia. So you got him good care and probably extended his life here in the States. Yes, and it was just, and everyone he met just instantly fell in love with him. He was that kind of kid who, his wake and funeral where, you know, the line was out the door. He just really touched the, the lives of so many people that he met. Now, I hear little voices in the background. Are you a mom? I am a mom. I have three boys of my own. Is that what I'm hearing in the background? That is. That's a little cooing of my youngest. Oh, 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 what's his name? His name's Sawyer. Sawyer. Fabulous. All right. Well, we know you're a busy mom, and we'll let you get back to what you need to do. But tell us how we can help this charity, Deniston International, and what kind of work is it doing now? Our main job, we we sponsor children to go to school in St. Vincent, and that's one of our main projects. We 
raise money to send kids who normally um, wouldn't be able to afford the school fees or the uniforms or don't have shoes to wear. We, we raise money to send them to school. So that that is always an ongoing project of ours. And I go down about once a year to go visit those kids and check in on them. Um, what, right now, one of our uh, newest projects is I've, Dennis International has partnered with International Medical Corps, who is doing incredible work in Liberia and Sierra Leone um, with the whole Ebola crisis. And I'm not sure if you saw the 60-minute special. Um, with, uh, they, they focused on Ebola in Liberia, and International Medical Corps was featured, and they are just incredible. The doctors and nurses are just risking their own lives working with these uh with these patients, and something that really struck me when I watched it was these kids who were sitting there with nothing to do. They were either waiting to die or waiting to get better, and so they were sitting, and I said, my God, my, well, my own son wouldn't survive a minute of doing that with nothing, just sitting there, and so Dennis International is running toy and book drives. I've partnered with International Medical Corps, so we're, we're sending toys and books directly to these clinics in Sierra Leone and Liberia. And so that's a major, we're, uh, a major push right now. We're starting that process of collecting toys, gently used or new toys, um, to be sent over to kids there. Great. All right. So if people want to do some charitable giving, how can they reach you for more information? So I can be reached at Danielle at DenistonInternational.org. And our website is www.DenistonInternational.org. That's Deniston with two N's. And there's information about our current project there, as well as upcoming information about drop-off locations for toys and books. Fabulous. And how did your family react when you said, I'm going to join the Peace Corps and go to a tiny island for a few years? <laughs> My mom cried but said she kind of knew all along that something like this was going to happen. So I don't think it surprised her too much. So Deniston International and DenistonInternational.org. We exactly. will find you there, Danielle, wishing you a happy holiday. Thanks so much, Casey. Danielle Pack-McCarthy of DenistonInternational.org, collecting gently used toys, books, and simple board games, blocks, and Legos in Cold Spring. Remember, we have two drawings this week, tickets for the Gazillion Bubble Show at New World Stages and tickets to Mr. Dickens Tells a Christmas Carol at Lindhurst in Terrytown. Send an email if you'd like to go to either show. We'll put your name in the drawing, K-A-C-E-Y at W-H-U-D.com. And for more, as always, please check the website, KCOnTheRadio.com, and I'll see you next week. You've been listening to Casey on the Radio. Hear more at KCOnTheRadio.com. The information shared on this show is intended for general information purposes only. You can contact Casey through the website, caseyontheradio.com.